0: Well, y'all know that tonight is our refresh service. We've been doing these now for a few months and we've covered a lot of re's. We did refresh and revive and recharge and refire and few others. But you know what though? You put re in front of a word. Most of the time it means do it again. Hallelujah. Repeat. Some of you may have had to repeat a class, a school, in, in, in school, a grade. Well, I'm not going to ask for a show of hands, but what did that mean? You had to take it over. And every time I kept saying I was going to preach on refire tonight, Pastor kept yelling out, repent. Well, you know why? Because he has to do that a lot. <laughs> really good at it anyway, so... And he is a man after God's own heart because, you know, David was quick to repent and God loved him and showed himself strong in his behalf. So that's actually a very good characteristic to have for sure. But anyhow, tonight we are also celebrating 39 years, as we've been saying all day long, 39 years have been pastors of this wonderful, wonderful group of people. Hallelujah. Now this morning, pastor honored our pastoral staff. And of course I say amen. Praise God. It's been a team effort. But as I was thinking about it just yesterday on anniversary is a good time to rehearse and remember and rejoice over what the Lord has done in and through this ministry. But PT referenced it this morning. What a year 2020 was an even part of 2021, but all through this season, God has been faithful, but our staff and a team of volunteers have been exceptionally faithful as well. Not just the pastoral staff. I'm looking at Jane and Sabrina and Mish, and of course, Brian. And then we had an army of people that would come down here on Thursday nights, not an army. We had to level it off. It was it 10, 10, 10 people. Only 10, but anyhow, (laughs) we had folks that would come down here and pre-record the service so everyone could watch online. And that took commitment. Our media team, yay up there, media team, and those on the camera, God bless you. This is not a one-man or a one-woman deal. We're a church, and that means we are a family. And I think it was Pastor Mark years ago uh, coined this when we were encouraging people to join the team together experiencing a ministry. And that's what has happened here at Heart of the Bay. So once again, I want to say thank you to all of our staff and all of our team. Hallelujah. So many of you that came out early and set up tents and all that stuff on the parking lot. Again, PT said it this morning. In the cold and in the heat. But we had an army of folks that were here serving. So I want to give all of you... A big hand and a big thank you for being so faithful. Hallelujah. Well, I truly believe this and I know you agree that we haven't seen anything yet. When you're in a difficult season like we've been in in the past year and a half or so, it's sometimes it's hard to think, well, will things ever get better? Are we going to get back to normal? Well, I want to say, no, we're not going to be normal. I've never been normal. (laughs) Hopefully you haven't either. We're supernatural. Hallelujah. And we're not going to just get back to normal. We're going to have the best is yet to come. In the name of Jesus. We're not going to go from tragedy to tragedy. No, we're living in the time of the greater. Greater victories. Can I get an amen? Greater anointing poured out. Greater harvest of people coming into the kingdom of God. Greater manifestations of the Spirit. How about greater healings? Greater miracles? Greater signs and wonders. Hallelujah. Y'all are going to like this one. Greater financial breakthroughs. More coming into the hands of faithful believers. So we can do more in the kingdom of God. Can I get an amen? Greater harvest requires us having even greater harvesting tools. And we'll have it in the name of Jesus. Everything that we need to have to accomplish the will, plan, and purpose of God. Amen? So this is what I want to say before we get into our joy. Rejoice. Greater things... Then these shall you see. That came up in my heart when I was praying. Greater things than these shall you see. The best is yet to come. Hallelujah. Do you believe it? I know that you do. And why? Why do we believe that? Well, we believe it based on the Word of God. We could go, go through Scripture after scripture about greater glory he has saved the greater glory the great latter house the glory of the latter house shall be greater than of the former the precious fruit of the earth that's what we are expecting all these things that we have in the word of God are promises that we can stand on the promises of God what are they yes and amen if you find it In the Word of God, take it to the bank. It's yours. Receive it. Hallelujah. So when we are talking about His Word is true. And the final authority in our life. I want to start in Isaiah chapter 55. We're going to look at verse 11 and 12. We'll look at 11 and comment on that. So shall my Word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please. And it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. The words that God has spoken over your individual life. The words that God has spoken over our church. They shall come to pass. You and I are good seed. Heart of the Bay Christian Center is good ground. And the word of God is prospering in it. We're standing on the word and it's going to hold us steady. And you know what else it does? We also know that when we believe what he has said, it causes joy unspeakable and full of Glory. Why? Why does it cause joy? Because we know that God is not a man that he should lie. If he said it in his word, if he spoke some things in your heart, even though you may not see it yet in the natural, we rejoice ahead of time. Hallelujah. Knowing the end result. Glory to God. When we may not know everything about the journey, On how we're going to get to the end result. We may not know everything about the future. But I love to say it like this. I don't know everything about the future. But I do know who holds the future. And I am fully persuaded and I am confident that he's going to get me to the other side. His grip on us don't slip. He's not going to drop you. He's not going to forget you. He's not going to forsake you. He's going to carry us all the way through. Hallelujah. And this is how we're going to get... To the other side. This is how we're going to get to the place where we are enjoying what he has promised. It's found in verse 12. We just read there in verse 11. For you shall go out with sadness, sorrow. No. You shall go out with joy. And you shall be led out with peace. The mountains and the hills shall break forth into singing before you. And all of the trees shall clap their hands. So how are we going to get to where we need to go? How are we going to get to the end of our faith and enjoy the results? Well, we're going to get there going out with joy. And led forth with peace. That is totally how I felt when we packed up our little Chevy citation in 1982. July 4th is actually the first Sunday. Uh, that's our anniversary. Our first Sunday was July 4th, 1982. But we packed up our little citation. With our two little boys. John was like two and a half. James was just a few months old. Born in April. And we headed west, young man. But this scripture is exactly how I felt. We went out with joy. I could have written a a country western song. I had joy in my heart. Happy in my soul. Because I had been delivered from the snow. (laughs) That'd be a good song, right? Joy in my heart. Happy in my soul. I've been delivered from the Minnesota snow. Minnesota. 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 Anyway. (laughs) That's how we're supposed to look at our journey. Joy. Go out with joy. Led forth with peace. Joy will carry us where we need to go. We know this scripture and we quote it a lot, Nehemiah 8.10, but I want to read the whole scripture tonight out of the amplified. Then Ezra told them, Go your way. Eat the fat, drink the sweet drink. Ooh, that's good right there. Ooh. All right, we won't, we won't be distracted. Send portions to him who, for whom nothing is prepared, for this day is holy. To the Lord, and be not gr- grieved and depressed for why this is a part we quoted all the time, why? For the joy of the Lord is your strength, and there's an end and strong hold there's strength in joy it will hold you steady. He said in that first part, though he said, don't be grieved. Don't be depressed. And that can happen easy. There are certain things that can happen that cause us to get down. If we constantly look at the news and everything going on in our nation, guess what? You're going to get depressed. You're going to get down. There is reason to be sad in the natural about things that are happening around us. But being grieved and getting angry and depressed won't help you or anyone else. We're fighting a different battle, folks. It is not. Our our warfare is not carnal. It's not with flesh and blood. There are spirits that are at operation in our nation. And we need to know who the real enemy is. It's the devil that's motivating a lot of this junk. But we can't fight that in the natural. And we can't fight it. If we're weak, if we're angry... If we're bitter, we're not going to carry any authority in the realm of the Spirit. The way that we are going to fight it is being strong. Strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. Strong in the joy of the Lord for it is our strength. We are not going to let the enemy steal our joy. We have to avoid the joy Drains, and there definitely are some. If there's too much going on in bad stuff that you're listening to, or it's filling the atmosphere of your home, turn it off. And you need to know that it's not just affecting you if you've got that stuff playing 24-7. It will affect the whole atmosphere in your house and it will affect your kids and you don't want that happening for sure we are not the depressed we are not the oppressed we are more than conquerors through him hallelujah and we're not the sad we're not full of sorrow no he didn't give us a garment of heaviness and sorrow and mourning we got on new clothes now we got on the garment of praise for a spirit of heaviness. Don't let those things heavy you out. Praise the Lord instead. Amen. Choose to rejoice. Fill your home with peace and joy and lots of laughter. I was thinking about that this morning. Pastor mentioned some things about laughter. And I was thinking about the home that I grew up in. And we're going to be going to Pawnee, Oklahoma on Thursday. And again, special prayer for the travel and all of that. But really special prayer for Pastor. He's going to be meeting some of my cousins. And let's just say they're a little rough around the edges. I told somebody this morning, some of these guys... What? (laughs) What? No, you don't sweat them. No, I know you don't. I told somebody this morning, I haven't seen some of these cousins. It's a big family reunion since they were teenagers. And I said, I know some of them probably would qualify. Nobody be offended. But they would be on the website of Hicks or Us. So anyway. <laughs> so it's going to be interesting. But I was thinking about the home that I grew up in. And it was full of laughter, my dad found humor in everything—in work, in play, and in church. I mean, people would show up, and we'd be bell and hay, and my dad would say things like, "Well, come on, and let's visit while we bring in this hay. Give them a little hook, and they'd start helping bell hay and be laughing and telling jokes the whole. Time And in church, you know, most of the time you have to separate your kids in church. My mom would have to separate our dad from us sometimes because he found so much humor in things that happened in church. And he loved to tell stories over and over and jokes, you know, things, funny things that happened in church. One of his best, one of, one of the ones he loved so much was this guy got up to sing a special And he said, now i got to tell you something. You know, he said, uh, if you're still dealing with alcohol or cigarettes, and he went through this whole list of stuff, go throw them in the river. And then he said, now I want to sing for you, shall we gather at the river? And another one that he loved so much, he'd tell over and over, was another guy that got up and said, I used to to stay out all night partying, and I was running with the wrong crowd and getting in trouble and doing all these things I shouldn't have been doing. And then he said, now I want to sing for you precious memories. (laughs) Things like that. But anyhow... Laughter is good. There was no lack of laughter and joy in our home. And neither in our home. I thank God that Pastor Mark has a great sense of humor. And you know, we laugh a lot in our house. And it's a good thing. It charges the atmosphere with joy. He said in that scripture we just read, You go out with peace led forth with joy over there in Isaiah. Joy and peace are connected. And our joy and peace level is connected to what we believe. In Romans 15 13, in New King James it says, Now may the God of hope fill you with all what? Joy and peace in believing. That you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. If you want your hope to be abounding, your hope for the future, does anybody in here believe that God's got a good future for you? Are you in faith? Are you in hope? Are you in trust? Are you confident that your future is bright in Him? Amen? Well, let the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in what? in believing. When we believe this, we ought to have an abundance of peace, an overflowing flow, abounding with joy. Glory to God. Our future is as bright as God can make it. And don't think for a moment that I am done with my church. No, no, no. Don't look back and say, oh, the good old days wasn't it wonderful then didn't God move in a special way I am the God of progression and I'm not the God of regression so believe me rejoice ahead of time for the best and the greatest days of the church are not behind they're right ahead hallelujah we believe that We receive that in the mighty name of Jesus. So when we believe and we receive, and look what it says, we will abound in hope by what? The power of the Holy Spirit. If you ever sense your hope waning, if you ever sense your joy level getting low, one way to stir up that joy and rekindle that hope is by praying in the Holy Ghost. In Acts chapter 13, 52, the Bible says that the disciples were filled with joy and with the Holy Ghost. Did you know there's no such a thing as a sad Holy Ghost? Yeah, when you got filled with the Holy Ghost, your theme song wasn't He hath made me sad. He hath made me sad. No. You were glad. You were happy. You were joyful. Hallelujah. There is no such a thing as a sad Holy Ghost. So when you spend time praying in the Holy Ghost, it also causes that joy bubbling up on the inside of you. Hallelujah. I got joy like a river. I got joy like a fountain. Oh, man itungira basum brikita. And the more you pray in the Holy Ghost, the more the joy will well up and it will timbrishata and it'll be like rivers. Rivers Flowing out of you. Not just for you. But you will be a carrier of joy. There's so many sad people in the world. There's so many fearful people in the world. What about the future? Afraid about what's coming up on the earth. But we are carriers of the peace of God. And the joy of the Lord. And people are attracted to those that are happy. Just smile. Thank God we can smile now. If you're comfortable not wearing a mask. Hallelujah. Smile at people. The joy of the Lord is tangible. It is a spiritual force. Joy is always the right choice. Listen to this definition of joy. Joy, the inner passion excited by the expectation of good. That inner passion that gets excited on the inside. Why? Because you're expecting good. You're expecting God to do great and mighty things. Are you all excited? About the bright future. Praise God. And this is the thing too about joy. We mentioned it earlier. It carries us. It, it propels us. It gives us strength. It helps us get to another level. From strength to strength. From joy to Joy. You might be in a difficult situation right now. We've all been there. But lean into that joy and it will give you the strength to get up. And to get out and to move forward. Just think about the children of Israel when they left Egypt. I love this psalm, Psalms 105. You can read this account of how the millions of them left Egypt. What, at least 3 million or so. But in in Psalms 105, in verse 37, in the Amplified, this is how he brought them out. He brought Israel forth also with silver and with gold. And all of them were sick and tired and broke and disgusted. No, there was not one feeble person among their tribes. Think of it. These people had not been living a flowery bed of ease kind of life. They were slaves. Their backs were beaten. They weren't nourished properly. But when God said, it's time to go to the promised land, He strengthened them. And you know, one of the ways that they were strengthened was the joy of the Lord. They stood on the promises of God and He brought them out. And listen how he provided for them in verse 41. They were out in the wilderness. They needed water. He opened the rock and the water gushed out and it ran in the dry places like a river. Some of you might feel a little bit dry spiritually. We've all been there as well, but ha 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 ha. He's bringing you out bringing you out with joy. And He's causing water to run like a river into those dry places. We don't have to be dry spiritually anymore. We come to Him. We drink in of Him. Hallelujah! Woo! Water like Dumas Sombra running in to dry places right now. Oh my sombra. If you've been tempted to feel dry in your spirit, maybe there's a big sudrita omisita, other things that have come and you move and tried to just attach themselves to you. Right now, there is the anointing. Oh, let the anointing. Father, by your Spirit, flow into dry places right now. Thank you, Lord. From heaven, rivers, rivers of refreshing, refreshing, refreshing your people tonight. Glory be to God. He will do what he has promised to do. Hallelujah. Verse 42 of that same chapter. Now it says, For he earnestly remembered his holy word and promised to Abraham his servant. And then verse 43. And he brought forth his people with what? Lord. He brought forth his people with joy and his chosen ones with gladness and singing. They left that place of bondage rejoicing. And it was because they came out of bondage rejoicing that there was not one feeble among their tribe. They began to sing and dance, and shout, and rejoice. Lord God, thank you. You're delivering us from Egypt. They got so happy about what they were getting delivered out of and where they were headed to that that joy overwhelmed them. And it caused strength to get into their legs, get into their feet, get into their hands, get into their mouths. Hallelujah. He brought forth His people with joy. Glory be to God. They were dancing. They were singing. They were shouting. And they were going forth in the strength of the Lord. Has God brought you out of anything? Woo! Hallelujah! Do you have a reason to shout? Do you have a cause to rejoice? Look what the Lord! be to God. Perhaps you're a beginner at rejoicing but you can smile. You can brighten up. You can raise your hands. You can open your mouth. You can kick your leg just a little bit. You can laugh. Ha 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 ha. You can dance about. Something happens when we release the joy of the Lord. It's on the inside of us but it needs to be released. We need to let that joy out. Hallelujah. It's like the joy on the inside. The Holy Ghost and joy on the inside. Sometimes I think they're saying, let me out. Let me out. Let me out. I want to express myself. Give voice. Give expression to the joy of the Lord. There's many ways you can do it. One of my favorite ways is to laugh. Did you know that laughter is awesome? It has so much value. I just saw this today. You, are you all in a hurry? Let me just t- read this. This is an article from St. John's Hospital that was written in sometime in 2020. How laughter can help you stay healthy. Even in this time of uncertainty and social isolation, you know, it was in the pandemic, deal, it's important to still find time to laugh. Even if you're alone. Research has found that one of the easiest things we can do to overcome distress, uncertainty, and a depressed mood is to laugh. Some physicians are even writing prescriptions for their patients to incorporate 30 minutes of laughter into each day. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. It goes on to say, when you laugh, your brain releases endorphins. Reduces stress hormones such as cortisol. It reduces blood pressure. You got high blood pressure. Ha, 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 ha. It increases circulation. Now I love this. Laughter also boosts our immune system. By increasing the production of anti-infection antibodies and T-cells into the blood that fight infections. Ha, ha, ha. Now, I looked up T-cells because I found that interesting. There are two types of T-cells in your body. There are the helper T-cells and there are the killer T-cells. The killer T-cells do the work of destroying the infected cells. The helper T-cells coordinate the attack. And all of this is done through your brain. And one of the things that releases these T-cells is laughter. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Some of you need to release those little boogers. They need to be working. Them little T-cells are like, give me something to do. Give me something to attack. There's a virus trying. Don't receive it. Start laughing so I can go get that, 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 that. Like a little Pac-Man. Y'all remember Pac-Man? Go and eat those bad viruses. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. Ha, 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 ha. And another thing, even in this article that they said about laughter, they called it simulated laughter. Saying this, that it doesn't matter if you have to fake it. Your body doesn't know the difference. And it had a whole list of things to do to make yourself laugh. Pastor mentioned Netflix today, but it had on there, find some funny clean movies and, you know, find some things that make you laugh. Get a joke book, whatever you have to do. Ha, ha, ha! that are funny to you. Think about things that you've probably done. The, one of the biggest things that makes me laugh is me, myself, and I. Some of the things I do. Some of the things I say. Our kids have a list of our pulpit bloopers over the years that they remind us of. But every time, what does it do? It makes us Laugh. Laughter does a body good. And it kibri and it helps you get to where you want to go. Some people will say, now, sister, are you telling me I'm supposed to rejoice and I'm supposed to laugh even when I don't feel like it? It's not me saying it. It's the Bible saying it. If you study out the word of God, we are told to laugh at the most strangest times. Rejoice in the midst. Of temptation. Count it all joy. When you fall into diverse temptations. Why did the writer say that? Because he knew if he could get us to tap into that inner passion. And that inner strength. It would give us what we need to carry us right on through. And carry us through in style. Carry us through in victory. Amen. C.S. Lewis said this. He said, joy is the serious business of heaven. (laughs) In an atmosphere of joy, God is taking care of serious problems in your life. Did you get that? Joy is the serious business of heaven. And in an atmosphere of joy, like we're believing is manifesting in here right now. If I had just a little bit of help, I think there'd be some more joy. How about some ha, 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 In an atmosphere of joy, the Holy Ghost is taking care of serious problems in your life. Some of you are looking at me like, but you don't know how serious my issues are you don't know how serious my problems are well the more serious the problems the more serious you ought to rejoice yeah. Woo! Yeah. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. hallelujah hallelujah don't wait for a feeling you do it by faith Glory be to God. Glory to God. Let me read you one last scripture, and then we are going to be faith rejoicers. If you don't want to rejoice, you might rather run right now. I'm feeling pretty free. I won't slap you, but I can't tell you that I'm not going to come down the aisle. Woo! Hallelujah. First Peter 1 8 in the Amplified. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Ha, 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 ha. Without seeing him, you love him. Though you do not even now see him, you believe in him. You exalt and you thrill with inexpressible, glorious. Now, listen to this part. Triumphant heavenly joy. Woo! I don't think anybody in here has physically seen Jesus. But we can still rejoice. <laughs> We're expecting to see him soon. Soon and very soon. We're going to see the king. Hallelujah. So we rejoice ahead of time. With joy unspeakable and full Of glory. Hallelujah. When you believe what you are capable sombra, when you believe what you are believing for ahead of time, look at that. You are thrilled, thrilled, and you have inexpressible, glorious, triumphant, heavenly joy woo! heavenly joy did you know that there is no section in heaven for you to be sad and there is no quiet and reserved section in heaven (laughs) heavenly joy it's that very atmosphere of heaven people are happy in heaven did you know that People are full of joy in heaven. That's why I call it. It's joy unspeakable. And it's full of glory. Joy is the atmosphere of heaven. And we can have days of heaven upon the earth. Hallelujah. Ha, 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 ha. Woo! Heavenly joy. And I like that other word. Oh yeah, <laughs> Triumphant, triumphant. To win, to succeed, to be victorious, to be jubilant. Okay. We got heavenly joy. We got triumphant joy. We got jubilant joy. We are the people of joy. Hallelujah. Let's stand up. We're going to rejoice. Glory be to God. We receive. We receive. We receive the end of our faith. <laughs> we rejoice ahead of time. Lord, you the my keta.